Space Cloud. We are Space Cloud. Support us by following the link. This is Danny Cash, and you are watching Space Cloud. <laughs> record. Fuck it. <laughs> Holy fuck, I wish I recorded that. Uh, well, the Humber program took us places. Yeah, what the fuck were we thinking? <laughs> it's, so funny. It, it's, it's so funny because um, there's a kid that started doing comedy in the town where I started, Tallahassee, Florida. Uh, he started a couple months after I left, and now he's Tim Dillon's opener. He's got like 10,000 followers, and he fucking is like on shows with like Karen Feehan and Aaron Berg and shit. And the whole, whenever I, whatever, uh, I brought this up to like the, my friends, the young cocks, they're like, James, this could have potentially been you, but you scrubbed out and came to fucking Canada. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, it could have been you, but also like uh, I don't know. That guy's got to have like. I mean, that's also also. Shit. I've never seen the kid do comedy though. He could be. He probably is just mad talented as well. I just yeah, love- that's ta- that's just fucking talent and luck, and he's probably rich or some shit. He's probably got money. Yeah, I mean. I have my parents have a little bit of money, so I'm not gonna knock that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I like. I think I like doxed your mom or something with like Billy. Mom, really? Like we found someone. We found someone, and we like. Yeah, we like Google. It was like me and fucking crazy Bill one night. I think we were like drunk, and we like we like traced your fucking Facebook and like found some person yeah my mom has a facebook but she doesn't go on it she like she got it for the purpose of communicating with me when i spent a month in london london england okay i'm going on space cloud tonight that's your new uh, intro you're welcome man Space cloud, space cloud, that's where I'm going tonight. Space cloud, space cloud, yeah. Hi. That's the other one. Dude, you know what's crazy? My fucking dad, he was over here, picked me up in the airport. I didn't think my dad would be here, but I was having cell phone problems. So I was using my mom's phone to like go on Instagram, go on Facebook and shit. And I like logged into it and then my dad just left uh, like five days into me being here. And then he took my mom's phone cause he doesn't have a phone and I got, I bought a new phone, but he just hasn't logged out of any of my shit. And he's just been constantly creeping on me. Like he's <laughs> like, <laughs> like Ben bank has called me at like three in the morning one time. And he's like, why the hell is this? kid ben calling you he sounds like a fag and like (laughs) and like i posted this instagram did you see the instagram video i did where i talk about wanting to kill myself like with a suicide by cop no i honestly i logged out of my instagram account like a couple months ago and have not been on since 
Oh, well, you're missing some gold from uh, Jimbo, your boy. Yeah, we'll put it on no, like but TikTok. I fucking, or so I bought a PD. It was on TikTok's TikTok. Where it fucking deleted, and it got. Oh, really? Yeah, I know. I know. I'm trying to get better at TikTok. Um, because I've got, I had a few, a few, few, yeah, a few of my videos. Made you like, but yeah, a few of your videos. Yeah. They fucking, yeah. TikTok. Like four days later, I got uh, a temporary ban for a day, which wasn't you so got bad. Temporarily banned from TikTok? I'd been banned for a month. And so, like, oh, you're, you've been being good. So we'll just let you off. Wow, that's an incredible. You've just completely frozen and now your audio's gone. Incredible. Can you hear me now? Yeah, but I can't. You're frozen still. Oh, completely dead. Bro, what's the deal with. So you got choppy. Your grandma's pirating the Wi Fi. It's not very good. You got to tell the neighbors you had like 5G or something. Yeah. Can you guys step it up? <laughs> yeah, I realize we're paying nothing, but you know. This is a sick Give us the password. So. Yeah, dude. Maybe they're also it. using it, though. Yeah. I don't even know. I, I don't know if they're home. She's got a, another kid. Um, she's got another friend that comes over sometimes, and she's had guys, uh, it's like an, a woman in her 80s, and she's got a 50 year old son who's retarded. And I think she wants me to play basketball with him. That's amazing. What the like, fuck would he benefit from basketball? I don't know. Fucking does he, does he play basketball a lot? Like, I, I don't know. I, she just says that, like, she just says, like, yeah, James shoots basketball a lot, which I don't. I haven't touched a basketball since I've been here. And they're like, oh, well, maybe you can come with my 50-year-old son. And who's got the, like, the, the fucking brain mentality of, like, an eight-year-old. Yeah, I know. We'll talk about fucking Teen Titans Go or some shit. I don't know. Fucking, like, fucking little race cars, fucking dinky cars, whatever the fuck, Hot Wheels. Yeah. So anyway, I made a video uh, where I talk about because I bought a BB gun because I was just fucking bored and I was just I was shooting it a bunch. Um, and I made a video for Instagram where it's like, I think I want to do uh, I think I want to kill myself because Destin, Florida stinks. And I think I'm, I'm like, I'm going to do suicide by cop. And I pull out the BB gun. I'm like, as you can see, it has an orange um, thing, like an orange thing on the barrel. But I'm like, yeah. But then I pull out a Sharpie and I'm like, well, if you, but if I take this and I make like, I'm going to color in the, the barrel, but I just start painting my face black. <laughs> and my dad saw that and he like messaged, emailed my, or messaged my mom and was like, get a hold of your, get a hold of your son. What the fuck is he doing? And like, I posted. Like he texted me a few days ago. I was at work. He goes, James, are you gay? And I'm like, no. <laughs> and he goes, this is why he's like, 
you you were suicidal because you're confused about your sexuality. Jesus Christ, dude. And I was like, no, I'm I'm good. And I, I shared that to Instagram and he saw that and he was like, fuck you. You're a fucking dumbass loser. And then he saw, you know, you know, Mitchell Albans, you know Mitchell Albans, right? Uh yeah, I met him through you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Mitchell liked it or liked he saw that Mitchell had liked the thing and he's like, Yeah, who's this uh the daily Mitch guy? He probably fucking lives with his mom. And like <laughs> he like started creeping Mitchell's. I was like, No, Mitchell's he's a Makai guy like me trying to, you know, do comedy. And like my dad just started going off on Mitchell for some reason. He just started calling him a queer and was like this guy Jesus. probably is um i don't know how he put it together that mitchell and i shit on people but he's like putting people down ain't comedy this guy wouldn't know funny if it bit him in the ass and mitchell's um handle on instagram is mistopheles because he listens to a lot of like black metal and he's uh, a fucking edgelord but my oh, dad yeah. my dad was reading some book and he mentioned it mentions mistopheles as like this gay demon cocksucking uh sodomite and he he sent like a passage of the book where it describes misopheles uh, to my mom and he's like i can't imagine this is not a common handle this kid must be familiar with this reference and I, i'm worried that he's gonna be taking advantage of james and then he sent her a message saying everything that i say is a lie and my mom's just like sure jim whatever what the fuck dude okay (laughs) first of all uh first of all this is another episode of space cloud with here with fucking florida james thomason back in my exciting Back home in your fucking home state. What's fucking happening there anyways? Like, did anything uh, really, did COVID even affect anything? Like, if you, like, I don't think so. Like, the restaurants that I worked at, they were only shut down for, like, there was a six-week-long shutdown, and even then, the restaurants were still, like, because I work at two restaurants. I know one of them, at least, was still seating people like not to full capacity but they were still seating people and people just had to wear masks and shit and now even with this delta variant shit no one's the only people that are wearing masks now are there's this guy that uh there's a pregnant lady that works there she wears a mask and just black people because for some reason black people love wearing masks it's weird they want it oh no i'm not <laughs> You're not gonna never mind never mind yeah, yeah that's super weird uh, i don't know why yeah <laughs> and they go all out with their masks they're wearing like sequin shit like fucking- yeah well that's kind of they like their flair that's kind of in their culture they're very um they can kind of be uh a bit like extravagant flamboyant uh, so. yeah and oddly enough they don't look stupid with a mask on no they they make it cool but that's because they're like they embrace it they're like oh cool yeah, yeah okay i'm gonna make this fucking cool and all our all us stupid white fuckers are like yeah i know when we wear a mask yeah well no you see sometimes you'll see white people wearing masks but for some they just look stupid but there's just something 
oh inherently because wearing a mask essentially looks retarded but black yeah. blackness overrides that like i would love to wear a fucking fedora i would love to wear a fedora but really yeah, yeah dude like indiana jones or fucking i don't know uh, yeah. that's Sam, not really Sam is that a f- who the fu- humphrey bogart humphrey bogart okay. and goddamn one of those yeah that's fu- more of like a bowler though is it i don't know it's been a while since i've fucking seen that maybe it is a fedora it could be uh, i don't know but that's but like mostly, i don't know i'm mostly just feel like working my ass off i've barely i've done two spots in the past like two months both were at this um what's it called both were at this this coffee studio this coffee place slash recording studio and uh the first one I thought went okay. I took a video of it to send it to some bookers. One booker turned me down. The other uh, person is this black chick. Uh, I don't know her name, but it, her her handle on like we even communicated through Snapchat, and it's the Naked Truth. And she told me that I need to take another video because in that video I looked like I was nervous, which I was. And then I went up like with the intent of like really selling my material and i just ate a fucking buffet of dicks tonight yeah. and then i came home and watched my my grandmother wanted to watch a richard pryor documentary and i watched this and i'm like what the fuck am i doing this, this is, is fucking nothing i say is relevant this is i'm not even taking from my life i'm just a fucking worthless bag of shit Jesus. Was it that fucking one where he fucking sucks off Marlon Brando backstage? <laughs> no, I don't think they, they... They left that out. They should have incorporated that. Yeah, they should incorporate that. I wanted, like, why the fuck... Why? Marlon Brando like, must have had some crazy, like, just power over people. You, know I mean? you think that... I mean... Richard Pryor was massive in the like in in the seventies. Both those guys were like at the top. I would say they were pretty much on equal footing, like in terms of cultural icon iconography or whatever the word is. So I feel like it wasn't like one had leverage over the other. I just feel like I don't know. They both felt like being gay together. <laughs> no. Marlon Brando has fucking power over people. He's fucking, he, I've read all about this shit. Like he also apparently like Paul Newman sucked his dick. Fucking James what? Dean sucked his dick. Really? Fucking, uh, Val Kilmer sucked his dick. <laughs> no. No, on, Val Kilmer I mean, like on, idolized on, on him. Dr. On the island of Dr. Moreau? Yeah. <laughs> no, I watched, um. Uh, it's really good actually. The new like Val Kilmer has this. It's on Amazon Prime. It's called Val, and he was like Val Kilmer was like one of like the first people to like own like a camcorder, like a video camera in like the fucking eighties, yeah. seventies. Okay. And he like he basically like filmed his entire career, and he's just like putting it out now because of his like throat cancer and stuff. Oh. Um. Yeah, but yeah, so yeah, well, no, he he's like 
the cancer's like over, but he lost his voice, right? Like forever? Uh, well, it hasn't come back. It might Damn, come back. Sorry. I mean, Le- Levon Helms did, right? I don't know who that is. From the fucking, the band, the dude from the band, the drummer, singer. Oh, you know? that guy? Yeah, he had throat cancer in the 90s and he lost his voice for like, I don't know, four or five years and then it came back. Jesus. But go on about Elmer. Um, yeah, so he has, he has like, um, he has like all this footage of like in like tapes and tapes of like recording stuff from like the 80s and 90s and, and 2000s. And, and uh, he has, so he has stuff from like the island of Dr. Moreau. And he's just like, like, because that was like a huge shit show. And that's when he was like, yeah. got a reputation for being difficult to work with and stuff. Orlando did? No, Val Kilmer. Oh, Brando was oh, already yeah. fucking. Brando yeah, was already well known for yeah. being difficult. I remember. Yeah, I remember seeing some. I think I watched some sort of Watch Mojo fucking shit about that. And apparently, yeah, Kilmer was uh, a bit of a diva on that fucking movie. Yeah, well, he was just. I mean, I got it from his perspective because, like, that was his movie. Like, he idolized Marlon Brando. And here he is finally getting to do a movie with him. And it's just a fucking disaster. You know what I mean? Well, Brando, I mean, what's it called? I mean, I know for Apocalypse Now, he sort of, he shit the bed kind of, but it ended up like working because he was just, he just that good. What was the issue with Moreau? uh, The issue was like, uh i can't remember exactly why but like the original director ended up leaving because uh, reasons so they replaced him with like john frankenheimer or something who then was fucking having uh, brandon was being a fucking weirdo uh and then val kumer was like always like i don't know taking brando's side on things and, and and so as you probably i mean it makes sense he idolized the motherfucker yeah he idolized the guy he's like we're gonna do whatever the fuck why isn't this working and then like i don't know there's like footage of like he's like uh uh he goes up to like john frankenheimer and he's like john frankenheimer's like put the camera down we're starting rehearsing and he's like, no, not until, not until I have an answer that whether you're going to leave or not. He's like, because you just finished saying to your two lead actors that if this continues, you're going to leave the movie or whatever. And he's okay. like, he's like, yeah, well, I will if this disaster continues. So we're rehearsing right now. Apparently he was like, I don't know. Apparently like. They weren't satisfied with the original director. Like they felt like it was too relaxed. So then they hired like Frankenheimer to come in and kind of like lay down the fucking law. And then Kilmer and Brando just weren't fucking having it. Yeah. So anyways, but then 
And and then there's like it looked like a whole fucking disaster. But then there was like you kind of got to see like because he actually has he's filming shit, right? So it's like it's not just he said she said. You know, he's got like his actual fucking he's got proof like evidence. You know what I mean? Wait, he videotaped him sucking off Brando. No, <laughs> he didn't actually suck off Brando. I'm fucking. <laughs> no, but there was a scene. There was like a, uh, there wasn't a scene in the movie, but like I guess during I don't know during like some break in rehearsals or whatever the fuck, it's like Kilmer's like recording and Brando's like just fat ass Brando is like laying on this fucking cot within like this big mumu gown and fucking like a sun hat and sunglasses. And he's like, uh, Kumar is like talking to him and he's like, what, what, what am I calling you? He's like, I am, he's like, I am Nathan or something. Nathan. Yeah. Brando is just, he's like, push me more, push Nathan more. Get me full swinging. It was fucking weird. Brando was being like, he just was like, refused to be called anything other than Nathan. And like he, and he was, was like that, switching. Was that? His he was like, in the- no. He was just like, he was like different. It was like he had split personality disorder or some shit. Mm. He's just deciding who the fuck he was at any given moment, like. Hmm. It was the weirdest shit I've ever seen. It was the weirdest shit I've ever seen. Well, but Kumar was just like whatever. Kumar was just like like totally like fucking into it. You know what I mean? As we all would be. I mean, let's be real. I would fucking yeah. What's up, Nate? But like, yeah. What's your evidence? What's your evidence that he made like Paul Newman and James Dean drop dome on him? Uh, that's just what he fucking said. He said that? He said, I made Paul Newman before he was a star in the oral sex? Yeah, no, he's like, he's like, that fairy fucking, he used to, he would idolize me, he'd come after my fucking show, and he'd fawn over me like a little schoolgirl, and then one time I just uh, fucking, I just saw him, and I said, come here, you little fucking bitch. I made him suck my dick. <laughs> and he's like, and he's like, James Dean was fucking, uh, he, and he was like, James Dean was all over me. Like fucking, he used to suck me off all the time. He's, there's, there's he, said like, who, he said it's a who, Johnny Carson? <laughs> no, I, I don't fucking know. He just said it and I don't know. Some There's like, you can like look it up. Like a, I'll fucking look it up right now. There's weird, like, James, I James found Lowe. a whole did, thing on it. What did it's like, feel like to have Paul Newman, the great Paul Newman, draw upon your glands succulently? Yeah. And then, like, apparently, like, Steve yeah. McQueen, apparently, like, Paul Newman fucks Steve McQueen. <laughs> oh. No. What? Yeah. I believe it. See, I mean, Steve McQueen's first role is in is a is a like a bit part in a Paul Newman movie. So, so you're saying because I, I've, I've and, and 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 they used they used Paul Newman 
um, as leverage to get Marlon Brando to do on the waterfront. What do you mean? They said, like, if you don't do this movie, Paul Newman's going to go bye-bye? No, they said, <laughs> no, they said, they said, uh, you know, we have this good up and coming actor and he's willing to step in. We don't really need you. You know, your career is going to be done. Whatever. We already have your replacement. Oh, and it's Paul Newman. Yeah. They're um, using Paul Newman as leverage to get Marlon Brando to play the role because Marlon Brando was being a fucking diva. Okay. Well, I don't get because Paul Newman, when I think about that time, Paul Newman and Marlon Brando seem like they're, they'd be pretty fucking even. Like, uh, I don't think they, they predate each other. Does one of them predate each other? Yeah. Well, Marlon Brando, like, Streetcar Named Desire was what, like 1951? Well, no. Like, Marlon Brando was doing, he was huge. He was a huge theater star before he broke out in, into film in like the forties okay. and Paul yeah, Newman yeah. didn't, didn't break out until the fifties so. or even yeah. you could say like, yeah, like 1958, 1956. And, and I think Brando was, I've always know, been fascinated by the, the cycle of abuse, sex abuse in Hollywood. You're saying that Paul Newman because he had to stuck off uh, Marlon Brando, he then later made Steve McQueen give him, give him head. I don't know. They just all had a weird thing where they like uh, uh, idolized each other. And they just, I don't know. I guess they were just, I mean, it was also like the fifties and shit. So like, that, that was before the sexual revolution and it didn't mean what it means now. You know, it's not like a weird taboo thing. They just kind of ended up apparently like this is all conspiracy shit. Like nothing's ever been proven besides Marlon Brand, besides the Richard Pryor Marlon Brando thing. Yeah. But you even broke yeah. that story. I don't know. Yeah, it's so funny because fucking Brandon, that awful fucking Brandon Ash Muhammad was branding himself as the first like prominent gay black comet comic. Oh, I think Jacobs pulled up, pointed out to me. He was like, cough, cough, Marlon Brand or Richard Pryor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's Brandon. Fuck him. Yeah. That yeah, that dude is uh, yeah, that guy yeah, he got me and him. He got me and he got hot. He got hot for a little while. I mean, I don't really blame him for like riding the wave. You know what I mean? Well, well, Duken, you know he's a like a kind of a sexual deviant. Like he got, I've heard this, um, secondhand, but apparently, um. He got uh, Amr Singh, that comic, Amr Singh to suck him off. And in turn, he started giving Amr spots. And there's apparently there's been other kid people that have been like come out and been like, yeah, Brandon made these unwarranted sexual advances towards me. And like it was gross. 
And he like was continuing like send me unsolicited dick pics when I told him to stop. What the fuck? And he's still like the fucking poster boy for woke fucking Toronto comedy. Yeah, I don't know. It's politics, man. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I'm sort of like I'm glad I'm not in Toronto because I'm making a lot of money. I'm making a good amount of money uh, doing my two jobs, yeah. but fuck, I missed. And now it's it back in Toronto, and I'm like, well, shit. I don't know. Well, I had a I had a herpes scare recently. Oh wow! I thought I had herpes. Jesus. It turns out I it just turns out I had some other fucking. I had some sort of bacterial infection, but I like, I was so nervous that I like actually woke my mom up at like two in the morning and I showed her like my cock. What? Yeah. I was like, you mom, showed your mom, you fucking dick. What the fuck? Yeah. Because well, I was worried that I was like, I told I was with uh, an escort like two months ago and I, I used a con, but sometimes it's not always efficient. And I was nervous. I had these fucking big sores or these bumps. And I was like, what the hell's going on? And fucking, I don't know. She calmed me down. We went to the doctor and it's not herpes, but it's some sort of bacterial infection. And I have any fucking clue how I got it. That's, I mean, you could have like a UTI or some shit. Those things happen. I mean, it wasn't even, it wasn't that, like, it was, what's it called? It's started as what I thought was an ingrown hair cluster. And then I squeezed a bunch of the juice out and then all that, then all of a sudden I randomly had like spots on my dick and I was like, what the fuck? But I don't know. It it wasn't a UTI because it wasn't hurting when I pissed. Oh, no, I had... I had like a zit on my fucking shaft once when I was like, that was like when I like first started jerking off at like 14 or 12 or whatever the fuck. I got a UTI one time uh, from shampoo. I think I jacked off with shampoo when I was like 17 or 18 and (laughs) I had just off with fucking shampoo. Yeah. fucking prell baby but um yeah i remember like talking to the doctor and the doctor like you got to behave yourself you got to be using safe do like wearing rubbers you can't be acting crazy and i'm like oh, i'm a virgin <laughs> yeah. and he gave me a shot he gave me a shot in the ass anyway why i don't know he felt like it the fuck i guess you know, just in case which in real, which in hindsight is very irresponsible, like medically. <laughs> yeah, that's like fucking, I don't know, malfeasance or some shit. Malpractice. Yeah. I don't fucking know. Some fucking medical nastiness. That's yeah, not I know. Right. I, told, I, I remember telling my dad that, and my dad was like, why the fuck would he do that? I'm like, well, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> why I would she? <laughs> I wouldn't have let him do that. What the fuck? It's fun. I don't know. Man. I think I think I just got a couple like meds to take and I was cool. <laughs> That's so fucked up, man. 
Yeah. Jesus. So you had a fucking herpes scare recently because you fucked an escort. Well, the thing was, uh, I told her what well, we came to the conclusion was because I looked it up on the Internet. Herpes, it shows up uh, like a few days after exposure. And because this yeah. hadn't showed up in over two months, then I figured I was good. And then the test yeah. came back and it was negative. Yeah, so you wouldn't have I'm going out. I'm going out that. Saturday night with some some girls from work and I'm hoping like the bumps are down are gone but there's still some of the skin is a little red and i'm hoping yeah. that by saturday night that it's not red anymore it's nice and pink in case i hope it like i hope it like flames up and you have like you can't even like walk properly you can't walk straight <laughs> You're like hey ladies <laughs> i just like, have dang, like a fucking i have a wheelchair or yeah I hope your dick turns into like Barney the Purple Dinosaur or some shit. Singing a fucking nursery rock. Uh, that'd be great. Fuck, dude. Be amazing. Fuck. Oh my god. That was literally on the tip, on literally on my mind was you fucking a prostitute since you've been to Florida. Oh, I haven't done that yet. Not since you've been to Florida, no. No, really? I actually tried to bring... There was a girl from work that I tried to bring here to fuck. And I live with my grandmother. My grandma's, my grandma's an insomniac. She's probably hearing me right now. Um, whatever. But... Uh, whatever. I remember I brought, her, I brought her in the house and she like woke up. She just walked out and like told her to leave. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, get out of my house. Yeah, yeah, it was lame. It's kind of, kind of, no, I kind of, I mean, I mean, in a, in a way, but also I kind of respect your grandma. Like, just straight I up, guess. no fucks given. Get the fuck out. I guess. It's her house, you know what I mean? I guess. Maybe, like, because our bedrooms are right next to each other, she probably doesn't want to hear me, you know. Fucking breaking, getting... breaking the fucking bitches back. Oh, yeah, she doesn't want to hear you fucking squealing like a little fucking pig. <laughs> she want to hear me getting pegged. <laughs> I had this girl ask if she could peg me. It's fucking really? weird. Yeah. I thought, about, I thought about it recently, and I might, I might indulge a girl if she wanted to try that. I mean, yeah. Sure. We, I mean, you only live once. You might as well try to experience as much as possible. Fuck. Yeah. To a certain I mean, degree. To I an, agree. Yeah. 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 To a certain That's, degree, yeah. it's gay, but whatever. It's 2021. I mean, if, if fucking, if a bunch of fucking Hollywood legends can suck each other off and still be fucking legendary, then what the fuck are some low life comedians getting railed by chicks? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's going to be my defense. If, uh, if Liam or Mitchell brings that up to me, I'm going to be like, Hey, Marlon Brando, Richard Pryor accomplished way more than you've ever accomplished. Get fucked. (laughs) Yeah. I found something about this shit says, Oh, it was, there was never, there's no follow up 
because obviously nobody could like corroborate the story because they were all dead by the time this guy put it out. But it's some some fucking writer named Darwin Porter he put out a book on late movie legends. Uh, fucking apparently he interviewed Marlon Brando about Newman and uh, and he said that uh, he quotes Brando as saying he never fooled me Paul Newman had just as many on location affairs as the rest of us and he was just as bisexual as I was but where I was always getting caught with my pants down he managed to do it in the dark so he was just better at hiding it i don't remember ever like that richard pryor shit was the first time i've ever heard of a gay thing with brando no brando was like a huge fucking a huge weird sexual deviant bisexual uh crazy bastard he had like there's like uh i should see if i can find it but there i remember reading like well, first of all, Brando had like, I don't know, 42 kids with 17 different women or some shit. Jesus. And uh, I found, I remember reading, I don't remember how I came across it, but he ended up in, I think it was the 70s. And he just, he wrote this insane love letter on the plane to like his stewardess who brought him like a drink. And he was saying how she was like the love of his life and like he was gonna like that's put literally babies in that's her. literally from the Beavis and Bothead movie. <laughs> yeah, but this was real. Like I saw the letter. <laughs> oh my god. Like he what? just left some like he literally wrote the letter on the plane and left it there for her to like read and like left his fucking publicist number or some shit. What a fucking sim. And it was like a long-winded fucking letter about like how he was in love with her and how he wanted to like fucking like rape her basically. Okay, now it just became cool. I was gonna say what a loser, but now he's like if he's talking about I'm gonna pull your hair out, bitch. It's like okay, that's kind of gangster. Yeah, no, he uh yeah. No, Brando gave no fucks. He was just like insane and like he was weird all the time and he was never uh like he wasn't ever like I mean he either didn't try to hide it or he just wasn't fucking good at it. Yeah. I'm trying to think yeah. of you know what's weird is that happens never mind. I had nowhere to go with that thought. I started a sentence and I didn't even know where the fuck was going. I was thinking that fucking Tom Hardy quote where he got asked if he had, uh, if he's like ever gay. been gay or something. And he's like, I'm an actor. Of course I've had gay sex. That's not what I heard. What, what I remember hearing about was someone asked him at first it was like heralded as, as this is Tom Hardy being, this is yes. Tom Hardy is, a fucking awesome guy because he was like why does that matter why are you asking me but then it was fun like in his tone he made his inflection makes it seems like yeah bro what the fuck you think i'm fucking queer what's the fuck's the matter with you or whatever british equivalent of that is but yeah i don't know so he said he said that he's what 
had gay sex as an actor? Yeah, he's saying I'm an actor. Of course, I've had gay sex, which is kind of saying that it's like a rite of passage, you know, <laughs> which is kind of fucking accurate. I mean, if you've ever like, I mean, fuck, he being in the arts, you've been in like a theater, like this, there's so much like the, the whole thing is kind of gay, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, there's like so many like. I remember, like, when I went to, like, remember when I went to Sheridan and took, like, a theater program, and I was, like, the only one who hadn't had, like, a gay experience? Really? Yeah. I've I've had gay experiences, but, like, what was the, what, were you the weird one? No, I mean, like, they, like, I mean, like, full-blown gay sex. (laughs) Oh, damn. Yeah. Like, I, I've kissed some dudes, but that's as far as I went. Okay. Wait, who'd you kiss? Uh, uh, one, the first time I, first time I kissed a dude was at a party and, uh, we were both drunk and we wanted to see these two hot girls kiss. So, oh, then that's a quid, that's a quid pro quo. That's, that's yeah. that's forgivable. Yeah. So they were like, if you kiss for eight seconds, we'll kiss for eight seconds. And then they kissed for like way longer than eight seconds. And the other guy thought we would have to kiss for the same amount. He's like, stop, stop. I'm like, no, we only said it. <laughs> I was like, no, we only said eight seconds. Let them keep going. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. I was like, eight seconds is eight seconds. They can go as long as they want. Yeah. It was eight. It, it was eight seconds, but they were on oxycontin. It was just fucking. What's it <laughs> called? Just slow down time. Yeah, girls don't seem to like. Girls don't give a fuck, you know. Yeah, I've noticed that. Like most women I've t- talked to are like, at one point they've either hooked up with a chick or like, yeah, I'd fucking kiss a girl. I don't give a shit. I wonder yeah. what the fuck that is. I I don't know estrogen. <laughs> I guess maybe. I don't know. They're just fucking. They're a different fucking species. I don't know. I don't understand women. Fuck. Yeah, I don't understand shit about them either. I'm trying to fucking. Uh, I'm trying to game a little bit here. I've mostly just. Um, well, I I got my head right. I was kind of in a hole for a. And then I got my head right, and now yeah, yeah. And then I was dealing with my herp scare, and so that side blinded me for a bit. And now I'm mostly just trying to. Sucks because I don't know any. I don't fucking know anybody here. I, I am friendly with a, a couple people at work. I went to go see Candyman with some of the people from work, and yeah, I think I I'm going out. See that tonight? Was that? Is that any good? It's 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 okay. It's honestly like like Jordan Peele's a great film. Well, he, he didn't direct it, but he wrote it. Like right. he's always good at putting social commentary into his films. But I feel and I could be dumb. I could be this could be a bad take because I haven't. I've only seen the original Candyman. I haven't seen the sequels because I heard they were just dog shit. But um, yeah, the way 
that like this candy man didn't make a hell of a lot of sense and like the um, the social commentary in the can in the movie sort of uh it kind of undermined it in terms of the story like apparently there's like been multiple candy men who's like or who are just black guys that are unjustly killed by the police or by white people and the protagonist oh, yeah and the protagonist is this artist guy who wants to do a a thing on Candyman, and he makes a mirror like one of his exhibits is just a mirror and you open it and there's like a drawing of whatever the fuck but all all of Candyman's victims in this movie are white people and like the guy that tells him about the legend mm-hmm. is this laundromat guy and then you find out the guy is trying to turn the protagonist into the next Candyman because he wants to take revenge on white people for unjustly killing black people. But it's like, this doesn't make any sense because Candyman, anybody can summon Candyman and get killed by them. Like that is not that you're going to also kill black people and some Asians. And one, one scene in the movie, dude, this is, this is probably because a lot of people have said it's a racist movie. One scene, it's a bunch of white chicks in the bathroom at school and they're with one Asian girl and they're saying they're all going to say candy man. Well, they first, they start clowning this, this black chick. It's the stall. Like, ah, you smelly hoe fucking whatever. And like, then they all get in the mirror and then they're about to sue it. And the Asian girl gets scared and leaves. So it's like, yeah, no, this is candy man. Just, just kill those white devils. Fuck them. But what the fuck? What also doesn't make sense. What doesn't make sense about it was the guy like gets stung by a bee, the protagonist, who by the way is also kind of a douchebag. Like he doesn't give a shit about his mom. He's just kind of mean to everybody. But he it doesn't sound like much of a fucking protagonist. Like, yeah, his hand just starts rotting and he shows no fucking concern about it. And like it's like an infection. It's like in District Nine, where it just starts gradually getting worse. Yeah, yeah, worse. right, right, right. right. He, okay. he just doesn't give it. <laughs> like, just doesn't care that his arms rotting. The fuck. Yeah, and it gets to the point where, like, in the end, uh, the laundromat guy saws his hand off and puts the hook in, and his skin, like, the infection's risen to his like face and like his. His like neck looks like a fucking honeycomb, but Ew. like uh-huh. yeah. But in the in the original Candyman, fucking Virginia Madsen, when she like gets possessed by Candyman, she like freaks out and she's super resistant. This guy's just whatever. I don't yeah, know. He's like whatever. It, it fucking stinks. Okay. Sounds like it sucks. Yeah, sounds like they shoehorned in a bunch of fucking. Uh, political bullshit and social commentary. Which, like, the original Candyman had social commentary and it did well because it it didn't hinder the story. Like, this one, it handicaps it to where the story doesn't make any fucking sense. I don't know. Yeah. Well, it's, I don't know. It's a different fucking time and they probably tried to, you can't, I don't know.
Got a space cloud and you know that it's gonna I'm hanging in the space cloud with my friends and you know it's gonna be a party. We're gonna shake it up, we're gonna say things we shouldn't, we're gonna have to delete shit for sure. Space cloud, yeah, space cloud. We're gonna delete shit for sure, but not that part.